Okay, let's continue along. Bezer Hashem Yisbarach in Chavis of learning and trying to inculcate this powerful midah of Bitochen and more Meruchas Hanefesh and more as we see now, more of all Hashkofa, all outlook on how we're supposed to look at things, particularly now we're talking about the outlook, the proper outlook on money. So says the Chavis Havavos, Umehen, we're continuing along, Umehen, and another advantage of someone who has bitochen, ki one who has bitochen in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, lo yimna enu roi vamomoin mi Here you can have a person who indeed he has a lot of bitochen. You know why he has bitochen? Because he has no one else to rely on. No one was helping him, no one was coming to his aid, and frankly, he didn't have too much money himself. So what choice did he have other than have bitochen in Hashem? Oh, so he used to daven well, and he used to have bitochen, and he used to learn svarim on bitochen. Wonderful. That's all very good. But then, one day he struck it rich. Gavaldik. So the first day he thanked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but after that he said, you know what, Hashem, I think I'm do, I'll be too good, I'll be okay on my own. Eh, listen, now he has it. Someone who did has bitochen, won't allow him to get to that poisonous thought of it's my power, it was the ability of my own work and hand and mind and wisdom and talent that brought me to this place. As the, the Torah already says, my Shrabbeinu laments about those people who think, ah, it's oh, it's it's my greatness that brought me to that. And the Pussy continues, you have to remember, it's Hashem who has given you the the ability, the strength. And the Targum on that Pesach says, Hashem gave you that Eitz. Hashem put in your mind, buy that, sell that, invest in that. person thinks, oh, boy, my stockbroker, he's so smart, he gets me all these good investments. Or a person thinks, yeah, I think if I buy this this uh, investment, or I uh, purchase this, if I sell here, I'm a smart guy. You're not a Kodesh who puts into the mind of every person what he should buy, what he should sell, what he should invest in. That's what the Targum says, a posting in the Torah. So someone who has talking, he will not allow his his rave moment to go away from that B'Tochen. He doesn't rely on his money, he doesn't rely on the money that he has. And here he comes, Chavis to say, this is the appropriate Torah outlook to money. The money is merely a pikodain. It's a deposit, it's a safekeeping that was given to him. He was commanded to use it in certain ways, in certain matters, in for a fixed amount of time. Fixed amount could be as long as Hashem decides he's going to have that money and he'll be the, the Gabai on that money. He'll be the Gizbar. Okay? He'll be the, the guardian on that Pikadon of that money. Or Lesman Kotsuv for the amount of time that he has in this world and they, therefore he's the guardian on that, that money. That's the way he should look. Vubainov in the Balbi Tokin's eyes, the money is a Pikadon to him. And if Hashem continues along and provides him with this wealth, 
he's not going to kick. In other words, he's not going to get haughty. He's not going to say, ah, I see, I'm really the one who created it. I'm the one who was successful. He also won't remind and mention the good You know, sometimes you have a person who he gives freely of his resources, of his wealth to other people. But he feels, you know, I mean, Lamaisa was my money, it's hard-earned money, and I gave it to those people. I think they should remember that. And he meets the person who he gave. He says, oh, how are you doing with that? How do you, you spend the money that I gave you? Or uh, you remember, listen, you know, uh, remember what I gave you over there? Please save me a piece of kugel by the Kiddush. That's not what the Baal Betochen would do. He would say it's his privilege to be able to give of the money that was given as a pikodin. He won't look for thanks. He won't look for praise. He will thank Hashem Asher Samu Siba He'll thank Hashem that he was able to be in a position to be able to help out others. So here, the, the Mashkiach Zolgesundzayn gave a phenomenal marshal, an unbelievable marshal to, to understand this perspective. And he gave a marshal in, in, in his inimitable fashion, the way he used to say over Mishalim, expressive. So he said like this, he says, imagine there are two friends. They're both poor. And one day, one of them has a, a rich uncle in some other country who's coming to visit. Wants to visit his nephew. He's coming for a week. Then he sends a letter to his nephew. I'm coming to visit you for a week. Can I stay? Oh, <laughs> my rich uncle. Of course. Of course. You can come stay by me. So he makes the house as well as best as he can, and this uncle comes. And of course, it's not uh, it's not fun to just have a party by yourself, go place by yourself. So he invites his friend also. And that whole week that the uncle stays, they go to places and they eat out at restaurants and they're seeing the town. Psh, they're having the time of their life. Anyway, comes the end of the week. The uncle says, "It was so nice to see you. Maybe in a few years we'll do this again." He says, "Before I leave, I just want to leave you." Just uh, a little something for you, my, you know, my, my little nephew, you know, my plumenic. Here's a little something. He gives him an envelope. The uncle leaves, he opens up, it's a thousand dollars cash. A thousand dollars, just extra money. Wow, the fellow's elated. Meanwhile, his friend was standing there, he says, Wow, he gave you a thousand dollars? Wow, listen, you know, my good friend, listen. You know, we were both spending time with your uncle together. You know, your uncle really took a liking for me. You know that? You know that also. He says, and you have a thousand. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe I can get you $200 of it. Don't give me half. I understand it's yours. Maybe 200 you can give to me. Come on. And the nephew, well, chutzpah. He's my uncle. He gave it to me. What? Is it? Come on, just... Uh, but he's a good friend, and he doesn't want to. You know, he wants to get him off of the case. Oh, you know what? I'll give you a hundred. Oh, a hundred, not bad. All right. The the friend gets a hundred. He he's happy. Would have liked two hundred. He gets a hundred. The the nephew gives it with begrudgingly. He's not happy to give it. He wants to get him off the first case. He gives it to him. Says the mashkiach like this. Now let's just change a few details in the story. The rich uncle comes and he spends time with these two fellas. And 
takes some places, and he's about to leave after a week, and he says, listen, I want to give you an envelope. There's, there's uh, some money in this envelope. I want you, you take, you take 900 of it, and I want you to give 100 to your friend. He was a, he was a nice kid, that guy. He's, I liked him a lot. Give 100 to him. So then the person, the nephew opens up the envelope and he says, wow, $900 he gave me. And not only that, he also gave me an extra 100 that I should be the nice guy to be able to give it to my friend. Then he has no problem giving it to the friend. Why? Because it was never his in the first place. In the first example, he thought it was all his. Oh, it's hard to depart with his his. But if he realized it was never his in the first place, that extra 100 wasn't his. That's the din of Maeser. The Torah says, Your heart should not have ill feelings when you give your tzedakah. Why? Because of this, Hashem gives you bracha. Because of what? Because you give the tzedakah? No. Because of the way you do it. The Pasuk says, because of the way you give it, the attitude that we have in giving the tzedakah is exactly why we get the bracha. Because that's the, that's the bracha that we have. Rashi tells us in Parshas Bahar, at Yoivel, all of the property that I had bought over the years at Yoivel, it goes back to the original owner. I bought it. I paid good money for it. I lived there for the last 20 years. I have to give it back in Yoivel. It goes back to the original owner. The Pusik says, Kili The Torah is telling us, this is the attitude of the home that you were living in, where the Torah says has to go back to somebody else. It's not yours. Kili Hashem says, it's all mine anyway. I can decide who gets it. Zuk Rashi of Rashi says over there, Al Don't feel ill in your heart. Don't look at it bad and you're giving it back to this guy. Shelcha. It's not yours. It's not yours. So the Torah already addresses this point. It says it's not easy for people. But the Torah tries to cut us off at the tracks. They say this is the way you have to approach it. It's the Ebishter's money. If he gave it to me as a Pekodin, for safekeeping, he entrusted me to be the one to be able to give out from his funds, I feel privileged. I don't to go to the people that I help out and say, hey, remember what I did for you? I'm not asking for praise. I'm not asking for thanks. I'm, 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 I'm privileged that I serve as a conduit for the money that HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows to go through me. This is the Chavos is really giving us the healthy and proper Torah perspective on money that we have and money that is our, at our disposal to be able to give out. And to finish off the paragraph, And if the money would be taken from him or lost from him, the he won't be worried. He's not going to be concerned about the lack. He thanks Hashem that Hashem, you gave me at one point money and I thank you for that. And now you took it away and I thank you for that as well. That's a Chiddush. A Chiddush that you have to thank Hashem for that. Where's the source of that? Said the Mashkiach, the source is from the Mishnah and Brochus. 
So he does have to thank for all things that happened to him, even if they appear to be bad. So he has to thank Hashem for that. And perhaps it goes on before, he thanks because now he has less tear this, he doesn't have to be involved as much, and now he has more free time. He thanked Hashem when it was given to him. He rejoices with his portion. doesn't look that other people should be harmed. He doesn't desire, he doesn't covet money that other people had. Like the Chochem Shleim HaMelech says, The Tzaddik eats and consumes and uses his money, what he needs to satiate himself. We'll hold it over here.